Jack Benny program, transcribed and presented by Lucky Strike. Lucky's taste better, cleaner, fresher, smoother. Lucky's taste better, cleaner, fresher, smoother. For Lucky Strike means fine tobacco, richer tasting, fine tobacco. Lucky's taste better, cleaner, fresher, smoother. Lucky Strike, Lucky Strike. This is Don Wilson. Friends, you know if you smoke, chances are that within the next 24 hours, you'll be stepping up to a tobacco counter somewhere for a pack of cigarettes. Before you get to that counter, think about your present brand. Ask yourself if you've been really enjoying it, thoroughly enjoying all 20 cigarettes in every pack. If even just a bit of doubt creeps into your mind, then get yourself a pack of Luckies. Here's why. Smoking enjoyment is all a matter of taste. And the fact of the matter is, Lucky's taste better. Taste better for two excellent reasons. Every Lucky is made of fine, light, naturally mild tobacco. And every Lucky is made better to taste better. On the subject of taste, Jack Kramer, America's greatest professional tennis player, has come up with a pretty sound statement. Jack said, I smoke Lucky's. The reason I smoke them is I think they taste better. End quote. So the next time you buy cigarettes, take a tip from Jack Kramer. Switch to Lucky and smoke the cigarette that tastes better. Cleaner, fresher, smoother. Lucky's taste better. Cleaner, fresher, smoother. Lucky strike. Lucky strike. program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Rochester, Dennis Day, Bob Crosby, and yours truly, Don Wilson. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you've probably often wondered what happens after our radio shows are finished. So right now, let's turn the calendar back one week. The program has just been concluded, and our little star is on his way to his dressing room. <laughs> There's no business like show business. Da dum dum ba bum boom. Wonderful show, Mr. Benny. Thank you. Dee da dee da dee da. Great show, Mr. Benny. Thank you. Thank you. Dum bum bum bum. Another funny one, Mr. Benny. Thanks. Thanks very much. Yum bum. Sensational show, Mr. Benny. Thank you. Thanks. See, after ten years, my writers still call me Mr. Benny. <laughs> but I prefer to keep a formal relationship. My mother called me that for years. <laughs> Let's see, what was it my father called me? Oh, well. <laughs> no business like show business. Hello, boss. Ah, oh, Rochester. Here, hang up my coat, will you please? Yes, sir. Did you call for a masseur like I asked you to? Yes, sir. I called up for one and he's coming right over. Good. I can sure use a massage. You know, Rochester, these shows are work. Yeah, it's been a tough season for both of us. What do you mean, both of us? Boss, you only tell the jokes. I have to sit out there and laugh at them. <laughs> well, it's the least you can do. And incidentally, what was the matter with that audience? They didn't seem to know when to laugh. Don't blame me. I did everything but lead them with a baton. <laughs> hmm. I even crawled through the aisle, slipped their shoes off, and tickled their toes. 
stop exaggerating, will you? Each week I give you a script and point out a few places where you're supposed to laugh. A few places? Page nine had so many arrows on it, it looked like Custer's last stand. <laughs> oh, stop. Now, Rochester, I want you to brush all that lint off my jacket because when I leave here, I've got a heavy date. You mean you're going out tonight? That's right. Come in. Am I intruding, Jack? No, no, come on in, Bob. Well, I just wanted to check with you. What did you think of the orchestra tonight? Well, the, the trumpet section was flat. The trombones and saxophones seemed to be playing two different numbers at the same time. <laughs> and the rhythm section was offbeat. Well, I thought they were better than usual, too. <laughs> and, Bob, did you notice how the orchestra boys kept their eyes on you when you were leading them? They've never done that before, so I guess my suggestion worked. Yeah, but I felt silly leading them with a bottle of I.W. Harper. <laughs> well, don't worry, Bob. They looked even sillier sitting there with their tongues hanging out. <laughs> but I really wish you'd talk to Remley, the guitar player. He, he, he's, his playing gets worse every week. Oh, you don't dig it, Jack. Remley's practically given up the guitar. Oh, on all of his other jobs, he plays the accordion. The accordion? Yeah, he's making more money that way. How, how can he make more money playing the accordion? Well, he's got a deal. While he's playing it, he's also crushing grapes. <laughs> Gee, with Remley from the accordion came the wine. <laughs> Just the same, Bob. I wish you'd tell him to... Oh, say, Jack, there's... Oh, a... hello, Don. Jack, there's a little old lady waiting outside here. She says she's a fan of yours, and she'd like very much to have your autograph. Oh, fine, Don, fine. Send her in, will you? This way, madam. Mr. Benny? Yes, yes. I hope I'm not putting you to any trouble, but I would so appreciate your signing this for me. Oh, it's a pleasure. <laughs> you know, I'm from Waukegan, too. Lived there all my life. Really? Wait till I show this to the folks back home. We're all so proud of you at Waukegan. Well, I know practically everyone there, you know, but it's funny, I, I don't seem to remember you. Well, no. No, you were a little before my time. <laughs> Thank you. By the way, did you see our show tonight? Oh, yes. I was in the audience, and I enjoyed it very much. Well, good, good. But I, I do have one complaint. A complaint? What is it? Well, I'm sure it's a very expensive studio you're working in, Mr. Benny, but... Uh, but... Uh, but what? They've got mice. Mice? Oh, you must be mistaken. Well, something was tickling my toe. <laughs> oh, oh, I know what that is. I wouldn't worry about it. I know, I wouldn't worry. Goodbye, about. Mr. Benny, and thank you very much. You're welcome. You're welcome, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, she's kind of sweet, but I don't understand. She said I was before her time. <laughs> Rochester, do I look older than she does? 
Boss, do you want me to testify or are you making a point of order? Never mind, don't answer. Well, fellas, I better be running along. See you at the baseball game tonight, Don. Right, Bob. Oh, and Jack, I have an extra ticket. How about joining us? No, thanks, Don. I got myself a big date for tonight. Rochester, when's that masseur coming? I don't know. He should have been here by now. Oh, are you getting a massage, Jack? Yeah, you ought to try one sometime, Don. They're great. Well, I've had a few, but I really can't afford them. It's not too expensive. I mean, they only charge me $3 for the hour. They charge you by the hour? Certainly. How do they charge you? By the yard. <laughs> well, that figures, Don. But, you know, if you'd only lose a little weight... And... Come in. Oh, are you the masseur? No, I'm just carrying this folding table in case I run into three people who want to play bridge. <laughs> All right, I know you're the masseur. Don't be funny. Shall we get started? I'm ready. All right, take your shirt off. Okay. There. Well, a yellow undershirt. <laughs> he ain't wearing one. That's him. <laughs> Rochester, please. Now then, Mr. Mr. Uh, Nelson. Oh, yes. Well, Mr. Nelson, shall I lie on the table? Uh, yes, face down, please. Here, I'll help you up, Jack. Thank you. There. Say, your shoulder blades really stick out, don't they? What? From where I'm standing, you look like the back of a Cadillac. <laughs> look, you're here to give me a massage, not to make comments. Sorry. You now, here we go. First, I'll put some oil on. Look, look, don't slap, will you please? Rub, rub. All right. Ah, that feels good. I'll get it. Oh, it's the sportsman. Come on in, fellas. Don, look, I haven't got time to hear a commercial or a song now. I'm getting a massage. I know, but look, Jack, the boys heard that you're going on a personal appearance tour this summer. That's right. I've got my show all lined up. I'm opening in the State Fair Auditorium in Dallas, Texas, June 14th. Well, Jack, the boys have prepared a number for your opening in Dallas. So while you're getting your massage, why don't you listen to it? Okay, particularly if it's about Texas. It is, it is. Oh, well, <laughs> Hit it, fellas. The stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of Texas, the prairie sky is wide and high. Mr. Nelson, don't slap me so hard. Mr. Nelson, please. Donkeys ball and ball and ball. Deep in Mr. the Nelson. heart of Texas. Yes, fellas, I'll be in Dallas for two weeks. The eyes of Texas will be on you all the live long day. So don't forget to take your fiddle. They'll want to hear you. Everybody rides in Texas It's the state where men are men Better take your padded saddle But Benny rides again The smoke 
lucky strike. Mr. Mr. Nelson, don't slap me, Rob. Throughout the state, they say they're great. It's lucky strike. You're hurting me. Lines of pack, a fine tobacco. Now you are smoking lucky. It's Cadillac, the favorite brand. Mr. Uh, what'd you think of that number? Fine, Don, fine. I love the beat. <laughs> you stay out of this. Now, who is that, I wonder? Hand me the phone, will you, Rochester, please? Here you are. Hello? Is that you, Mr. Benny? Yes, Dennis, where are you? I'm out looking at houses again. But, Dennis, you're always looking at houses. You've got a nice house now. Why do you want to move? It's that real estate agent of mine. For two years, he's been pestering me to get another house. Where'd you find him, anyway? He's my next-door neighbor. <laughs> uh, well, that clears that up. Tell me, Dennis, is he still showing you around Beverly Hills? No, this time we're a little farther out. Well, where are you? Laguna Beach. <laughs> Laguna Beach? Dennis, that's a 60-mile drive. Couldn't you find something closer? Yeah, but as long as I was making all the lights, I thought I'd keep going. <laughs> Dennis, what do you want from me? Well, my real estate man showed me a terrific beach house down here. It's right on the beach and it has five rooms. Only five rooms? Ten when it's low tide. <laughs> you mean part of the house is underwater? I found a halibut in the mousetrap. Well, that's the silliest. Whoops, gotta hang up now. The tide's coming in. Well, Dennis, you can't. Goodbye. <laughs> Crazy kid. His windshield's all right, but his head is pitted. <laughs> Mr. Nelson, I wish you'd hurry with my massage. Now hold still, I'm almost through. Well, it's about time. Wait a minute. Dude, what's the matter? That oil you've been putting on me smells rancid. Well, don't blame me, blame the butcher. Butcher? Yes, I use chicken fat. <laughs> You mean all this time you've been rubbing chicken fat on me? Well, what did you expect for $3 an hour, my sin? <laughs> well, that does it. You've slapped me until I'm black and blue, butted into my personal affairs, and covered my whole body with chicken fat. Now, here's your $3 and go. No tip? Oh, get out of here. <laughs> hey, oh, my goodness, look what time it is. I'll be late for my date. Who can that be? Hello? Mr. Benny, this is Dennis again. Dennis, I have a date and I'm in a hurry. What do you want now? Well, I just wanted to tell you I didn't buy that house in Laguna and I'm glad you talked me out of it. You are? Yeah, the climate's much nicer here in San Diego. <laughs> San Diego? Dennis, how'd you get there so fast? I flew. You're not the only one who has big shoulder blades. <laughs> Cut that out. Goodbye. That's Dennis. Who does he think he's fooling? San Diego probably at home making this whole thing up just to aggravate me. Well, I better get going. I don't want to keep my date waiting. One last look in the mirror. Hmm. 
Maybe I was before her time. <laughs> oh, well. I feel great. Might as well go. Gee, I hope they keep my reservation in that cafe. I wonder if she liked this place I'm taking her to. She's always so critical. But underneath, I think she really likes me. She's so cute. Every time I hear her voice, I... I get goose pimples. <laughs> Gertrude, look at that couple in the car next to us. She has her head on his shoulder. Gee, it's a beautiful night. Gertrude, why don't you ever sit with your head on my shoulder? Why? I said, why don't you ever sit with your head on my shoulder? Why? Gertrude, you're not working now. Take your earphones off. <laughs> there, that's better. Move over closer to me, Gertrude. Okay. Gee, this is nice. Hmm. Say, did you notice a little bump a minute ago? No. Neither did I, but it smells like we ran over a chicken. Just a few more miles. Let's see what's on the radio. Okay. This is station XTMO, the voice of Tijuana, Mexico. And now we continue our program with another song from Tijuana's newest resident, Senor Dennis Day. <laughs> He was making it all up. Quiet, I want to hear Dennis. Here in this enchanted place, here enclosed in your embrace. near to me Here is where I want to be The world outside may be thrilled by The treasures that people buy for gold But I would rather be thrilled by the treasures that I alone can hold Here beside the warmth of you Here 
in a dream for two. Here is where I want to be The world outside may be thrilled by The treasures that people buy for gold But I would rather be thrilled by The treasures that I alone can hold Gertrude, we're almost there. I still don't see why we couldn't have gone to Sierra Rosa the Macambo. Oh, everybody goes there. This is a little different. You'll love this French restaurant. Well, where is it? I don't see it. It's just down a few steps. We're right here. Here, watch the steps. Watch it. It was nothing. <laughs> Welcome to Musty Michel's. Bon, bonjour, Michel. Uh, bonjour, Monsieur Denis. Step this way, please. Michel, it always used to be so nice and quiet here. Why is it so crowded? Ah, tonight it is a special occasion. Special occasion? Uh, oui, it is the reunion of the Société des Legaux Travailleurs de Paris. What kind of a society is that? The sewer workers of Paris. <laughs> Boy, did they pick the right place. Quiet, Gertrude. Here we are. A nice table for two. I remove the phone book like so and... The... Wait a minute. You're not giving us this telephone stand for a table. Oh, but, monsieur, we crowded the society. I don't care about the society. I'm a steady customer. I'm entitled to a little comfort. Yeah, who, who would eat at a tiny table like this? I'd hardly be able to order anything. That's right. On this smaller space, how much could she... <laughs> Sit down, Gertrude. <laughs> but if mademoiselle is unhappy, perhaps I could find... Michelle, shut up, a boo. <laughs> This is fine. Uh, while you are deciding about dinner, may I suggest to drink some nice uh, vin de cerise de la Provence? What's that? Uh, that is cherry wine from the provinces. Nah. Well, I could also give you vin de raison, sec de Bordeaux. Come again. 
<laughs> well, that is raisin wine from Bordeaux. I don't know. Haven't you got anything else? Well, uh, we have something new. Van der Raison de Montpionneau. What's that? Grape wine from an accordion. <laughs> What? Krester Remley, 54. <laughs> Gee, Bob wasn't kidding. Uh, Michelle, we don't want anything to drink. We'll just look over the menu and order dinner in a few minutes. We oui, shall return. Why do you take me to these places? Why couldn't we go somewhere where they have music and dancing? Gertrude, we went to a nightclub last week. You call that a nightclub? Well, they had an orchestra, didn't they? Some orchestra. A ukulele accompanied by a Hoover vacuum cleaner. <laughs> oh, stop complaining. I'll admit we're a trifle cramped here, but it's a nice place. Uh, Monsieur and... Benny? Yes? I regret to impose, but as you see, we are not prepared to accommodate such a big reunion. So if you do not mind, Monsieur Pierrot here would like to sit with you. But, Michelle, we haven't room. Je compliment cet homme. Il a une belle jeune fille. What'd he say? What'd he say? He says you are to be complimented on having such a beautiful young companion. Well, elle n'est pas que belle, mais elle a le flair de lila et rose. What he say? What he say? <laughs> he says not only is she beautiful, but she has the fragrance of lilacs and roses. Oh. <laughs> Il sent de poulet gras. <laughs> what he say then? He says you smell like chicken fat. <laughs> Gertrude, let's get out of here. I came here with my girl. Ladies and gentlemen, in this critical period when the United States needs all the friends overseas it can get, sending care packages abroad gives us an opportunity to make friends for America on a personal basis. President Eisenhower has endorsed CARE, calling it a person-to-person -person expression of international goodwill, since each CARE package is delivered in the name of an individual American to a specific individual in Europe or Asia. So please remember, contact your CARE office as each CARE package becomes an ambassador of American goodwill. Thank you. Jack will be back in just a minute. But first, a word to cigarette smokers. Lucky's taste better. Cleaner, fresher, smoother. Lucky's taste better. Cleaner, fresher, smoother. For Lucky Strike means fine tobacco, richer tasting. Fine tobacco. Lucky's taste better. Cleaner, fresher, smoother. Lucky Strike. Lucky Strike. Friends, when you buy a pack of Lucky's, when you unravel the red cellophane tab and take out a cigarette and light up, well you'll be enjoying a cigarette that tastes as fresh as the day it was made. That's because every pack of Lucky's is extra tightly sealed to keep in the freshness, the better taste, that has made Lucky's so popular with millions of smokers. You see, the makers of Lucky's know, just as you do, that smoking enjoyment is all a matter of taste. That's why they do everything humanly possible to keep Lucky's better tasting. That's why fine tobacco goes into every Lucky Strike. L-S-M-F-T, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. Fine, light, naturally mild tobacco. Because they are made better, 
made round and firm and fully packed to draw freely, to smoke evenly. So for a better tasting, fresher tasting cigarette, be happy, go lucky, make your next carton Lucky Strike. Be happy, go lucky, get better taste today. Did you have a good time, boss? Not bad, Rochester. The food was good, but the restaurant is so far out. I'll get it. Hello? Hello, Mr. Benny. This is Dennis again. I want to find out what time rehearsal is. Dennis, where are you? I'm at home. Oh, you finally got home, huh? Well, Dennis, the first rehearsal will be at 10 o'clock in the morning. Then we have a dress rehearsal. Excuse me, Mr. Benny. I got to go. I think my mother's cooking dinner for me. You think? Yeah, I smell chicken fat. (laughs) Over the phone? Good night, folks. The Jack Benny program is written by Sam Perrin, Milt Josephsburg, George Balzer, John Packerberry, Al Gordon, Al Goldman, and produced and transcribed by Hilliard Marks. The Jack Benny program is brought to you by Lucky Strike, product of the American Tobacco Company, America's leading manufacturer of cigarettes. This is the CBS Radio Network. KNX Radio, Los Angeles. Are you itching for a good story? Laughter among friends? Maybe a mystery? Fire Breathing Kittens is a standalone Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Each episode is a separate three-hour-long story, like a movie for your ears. You can listen to these adventures in any order. Join us on an actual play D&D quest as we solve mysteries, attempt comedic banter, and enjoy friendship. Fire Breathing Kittens podcast. Fantasy, action, mystery, and friendship.